I tell you, little buddy, this whole island is bewitched. Welcome to this bonus podcast of Sound Opinions. I'm Greg Cott. My co-host is Jim DeRigatis. If you want to be the first to hear our bonus podcast, become a Sound Opinions member on Patreon. As you know, Jim and I have a ton of music we cannot share on the show, but we love to talk about at some point so that we can share the wealth with everybody else. And that's where the buried treasures come in. These bonus podcasts allow us to go deeper into our collections, into our memory bank of stuff that really has meant a lot to us over the years. Jim, uh, give us a hint about where you're going to go with this week's Desert Island Jukebox. I've been a little busy with a trial in New York, staying on top of that for the New Yorker, so I didn't actually check our website, but I do believe that in 133 years of us doing sound opinions together, we have never talked about this Chicago band, and Ooh. yet it uh, it spurred an entire genre, was one of the key bands that spurred an entire genre. Okay, all right, I got an idea, but we're going to hear about that in a second on Sound Opinions. We are back. So, Jim, a very intriguing setup. What are you going to lay on us? Well, Greg, I'm going to pay tribute to the incredible Chicago band Trouble. Uh, yes. Once again, there is a sad loss that brought them to front of mind. Eric Wagner, the singer, a key member of that band for many, many years, died of COVID while on tour yeah. with his band. He was mm-hmm. dubious of the medical industrial complex, not vaccinated, and it claimed his life, and it makes me very sad. Because Trouble is considered by aficionados of doom rock Mm -hmm. or stoner rock to be one of the cornerstone bands, uh, along with Candlemas, Pentagram, St. Vitus, who took elements of, you know, the new wave of of heavy metal, uh, Judas Priest, right, and classic Black Sabbath and great obscure psychedelic metal of the 70s and brought it to a new generation. And then, you know, they were the bridge that led to bands in the stoner rock revival that we've talked about endlessly. We love that genre, uh, all the desert rock stuff, right, Mm -hmm. and uh, Queens of the Stone Age. and uh, But Trouble never really got their due, although there was a period. You know, they came together in Aurora, (laughs) Aurora, Illinois, home of Wayne and Garth in 1979. And they put out a couple of indie releases when nobody cared. And then they really started to shift into high gear, all the while Eric Wagner is the vocalist, in the late 90s. They could sign the Deaf American, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, Rick Rubin's label. Two great albums come out in that era, but they just never sold and never connected on the level that they should have. There's nobody who really loves underground metal who doesn't know Trouble, but they didn't make it to the big theaters, much less the arenas, as they really richly deserve. Wagner has an incredible voice. He was not only a great metal vocalist, but there are uh, tracks scattered throughout Trouble's discography that are almost like Beatles, semi-acoustic songs. Yeah, no, exactly. They're a great band. Fifth album, 1992, Manic Frustration, out on Deaf American, one of the more psychedelic of any of their releases, which makes me love them, especially on this disc. Here is a song called The Sleeper by Trouble on Sound Opinions. This is where the lonely 
The Sleeper from Manic Frustration in tribute to Eric Wagner. He is dead at the age of 62. COVID claimed him while the band was on tour in Texas. Unbelievable. He leaves behind five children Mm -hmm. and seven grandchildren. Really sad. Eric was a good man. I interviewed him a few times. He was one of those lifers. I mean, this was his love. Oh, yeah, he was never going to quit. He was hardcore about his band and about music. Well, and I should have said he wasn't on tour with Trouble. He was on tour with his other band that was busy whenever Trouble wasn't recording. I guess he left Trouble in 2008, but he would come back, and he was never really gone. So we did review the distortion field. That Trouble album without Eric came out in 2013. It wasn't quite as good as as the the Trouble Uh, with Eric. See, that's you know? why that's why I forgot it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, to me, Eric was trouble. Yeah, he was trouble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Great band, great singer. Uh, another terrible loss in the rock world. That's it for this bonus episode. To support Sound Opinions, become a member on Patreon and connect with other listeners in our Facebook group. Thanks for listening.